Welcome to the Let's Be Friends podcast. I'm your host, Jocelyn Abrams. Over the next half an hour or so, we're going to talk about everything under the LGBTQ umbrella. So make yourself some coffee, pull up a chair, grab a seat, and let's be friends. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of the Let's Be Friends podcast. As always, I'm your host, Jocelyn Abrams. This week, there's so much to cover, but one of the most important things, and something is is very close to my heart, scares that care. I know I've mentioned it a million times, and I'm going to mention it again, because Joe Ripple, the CEO of Scares That Care, reached out to me the other day and asked if I would be interested in hosting the transgender panel again this year. As you know, I've hosted it in the past. Looking forward to doing it again this coming year. But when he asked me, one of the things he asked is, would I be interested in also mentioning transgender safety tips? And I thought about that. And not only would I be interested in mentioning those those transgender safety tips at the panel, but I think it's something that we need to discuss here on the show, especially in in the month of June. June, as we all know, is Pride Month. This is the month for all of us within the rainbow community, regardless of what our affiliation is, even if we're just an ally, to be proud, to show our pride within the community, within the steps and strife that has been plagued and besieged on both sides of the community, whether it's in housing, business, employment, you know, relationships, family, it doesn't matter. We have overcome so much and we have so much to be proud for. So I I really agree with Joe in that we need to mention what will keep us safe, what we have, what we can do to kind of overcome that that fear and putting ourselves in a situation where it might not be beneficial to us. One of the things that unfortunately has always been a part of our community is exclusion. And I know we are talking about inclusion and we have pushed for inclusion through everything, but unfortunately exclusion by those outside the community has always been common. One of those things that exclusion does is it creates a necessity within a human being. It, it, it creates that necessity of being accepted, being loved. So you're going to go to a place where you feel accepted and loved. Unfortunately, that's not always a safe place. 
One of the biggest things that we all see is the harm that can happen to those of us within the transgender community. The same harm can be done with members of the BIPOC community, members of any sort of marginalized community, whether they be Hispanic, Hispanic and gay lesbian, whether they are Native American, whether they are Chinese or even the the white Anglo-Saxon transgender and gay and lesbian community, they are mostly marginalized communities. And with any marginalized population, acceptance in a smaller population is what we all strive for. You'll see it in the, the 1950s South, the, unfortunately, the racist white people stuck together and the black people that were in that marginalized post-slavery community flocked to each other. They knew what was safe or they felt what was safe. And unfortunately, the same is to be, be seen within any of the umbrella communities. When you are, are shown any sort of love or trust, you're immediately going to flock to it. Not always is it benevolent and it's not always beneficial to a person. So people will seek out you to welcome you or to hurt you. So just be careful. Don't put yourself in that situation if you can help it. Unfortunately, with the expression of disappointment, hate, neglect, or abandonment by one's family because of their sexual identity or gender identity will and can result in that person seeking that attention, that love, that respect, that acceptance from someone who may wish to do them harm. So look at your own situation. Look at yourself. Are you the type of person who needs someone to accept them? And if so, and I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that because God knows I have done that myself. If you are one of those people that does need that, that level of acceptance, just take a second to look and see where that acceptance is coming from. Can it be coming from a person who is in a good place? Can it be coming from a person who wishes to do you harm? And the worst kind of harm not only is physical, but can also lead to a lot of emotional damage. So those people, besides being physically harmful to you, might be emotionally harmful to you. So one of the things that you can do to protect yourself is just be aware of the people that you let into your life and the people that you are being forced to 
or are already letting go of. One of an abuser's biggest things is isolation. Isolating you from your friends. Are they doing that within your relationship, your friendship, your accepted circle when you are a member of an already marginalized community such as ours? So I want you to keep that thought in your head. The most important thing is to, to be safe. And part of that safety is by knowing your surroundings, knowing where you are, knowing who you're with, knowing who is around, what possibility can be around you. Larger cities, smaller towns, doesn't matter. The same harm or same love can come to you from either of those. I live in Roanoke, Virginia. In this community, there are a lot of instances of acceptance of love that, that one can see when they go out. But at the same time, there are also hidden dangers for those of us who are in the LGBTQIA umbrella or anyone who is a member of a marginalized community. So kind of take that to heart when you go out. Are you going out on your own? Are you going out with friends? Are you going out to meet a potential date? So there are some things to kind of consider when you're going out. And it's, again, who, what, and where. Are you going to a isolated or secluded zone with a, a potential date? Does that person that you met on Tinder, on Grinder, on OkCupid, on eHarmony, on Farmers Only, whatever, whatever your... Um, media presence is or preference i should say media preference is is that person only willing to meet you at a home their home your home do they want to be seen outside in public with you and if so that's that's a much better sign it shows that they're not necessarily ashamed of you as a person they're not ashamed in themselves as a person as to who or what they are attracted to. And it's a chance for you to be noticed and seen by others who unfortunately may be the, the witnesses that one needs when proving something occurred. So keep that in mind. Who, what, and where. Those are the most important things. People come to me all the time and say, well, you know, do you carry a weapon or should I carry a weapon on a date or going out? Generally, I will tell those people no. The reason I don't carry a weapon when I go out on on a, a date or out in town. Obviously, I, I don't go out on any dates. I'm, I'm with Holly, but... One thing about weapons 
is they can be used on you and are more likely to be used on you. The other issue that I have with those, you might use it when it's not needed. And I know people say, well, you know, it's, it's not an accident or it is an accident. Just know when things are kind of sketchy or, you know, when you need to walk away and, and you should be relatively okay. The biggest and most important tip that I can ever give to anyone, listen to your gut. And I know you're thinking, well, okay, but my gut says, listen to your gut. If your gut's telling you in any way, shape, or form that maybe this situation that you're about to go into is is dubious in nature, listen to it. Maybe change the venue that you guys have agreed to meet at. If you're going to a, a diner, maybe... Hey, you know, so-and-so, can we go to this diner instead or this restaurant instead? Change it up. If, if that feeling goes away or alleviates once you've changed the venue and feels a little bit better, maybe that was the sign that you needed. If it doesn't, Maybe something is, is telling you not to. Something is dangerous. Something is heightening your body's awareness of who, what, and where. So listen to it. These are all the most generic pieces of advice that I can ever give. And the reason I say they are generic, you will hear these hundreds and thousands of times throughout your life from everyone saying the same thing. Well, you know, if you did this, you wouldn't be in that situation. Or if you do this, you'll, you'll never put yourself. There. All I can do is just give you the generic information. It really comes down to you. What is your view on a situation? Do you want to potentially put yourself out there, meet new people, meet someone, or do you want to remain guarded, sheltered, and safe and neutral? So, you know, you have a lot to do with any advice. If you're a social person, and obviously your advice is going to be different. If you're a sheltered person, if you're not a people person, an introvert, your advice is obviously going to be different than an extrovert's advice. So again, I can't tell anyone enough, look at yourself before you make the decision of what type of advice you need to follow. You might be one of those people that doesn't need to follow advice like I'm giving. It's it's generic, it's basic, it's hopefully designed to help you and keep you safe, but it might not apply to you. So do something and look for something that applies more to you than it does anyone else. As I mentioned in the beginning though, this is June. This is Pride Month. 
We are out there. We are seen by the public. Unfortunately, not only does it make us more visible, but it also makes us better targets. Better targets for love and acceptance, but also much better and much bigger targets for acts of violence or discrimination. So just be careful when you're out there. That's all I can really say. In the month of June, even though so many people and so many companies show their pride, almighty dollar, you got to love it. But even though the pride is out there, just add that little extra caution because you are much more noticeable and much more vulnerable because you're being noticed a lot more. So definitely put that with yourself, put that in, in the back of your mind for that heightened level of security during the month of June. As I've said before, the almighty dollar comes into play, especially during the month of June. Every company is trying to get our business. Every company wants to show that they are progressive. Every company has something to cater to our community. That doesn't always mean that every company is accepting of us. Every company is in our corner. So just keep that in mind when you're out there. Chick-fil-A is not in your corner at all. So I'm just throwing that out there. But certain things definitely are. Certain companies definitely are. However, come July 1st, I'm sure all the companies where you see the pride flag, the rainbows, the love, they're going back to the old logo, their old logo, their old position of being indifferent come July 1st. So keep that in mind with who you support and how you support them. Now, with that being said, support who you do know come January 1st, December 31st through those, those periods are going to be your allies are going to support you such as here in Roanoke, the Roanoke diversity center, Shenandoah pride, he, she, ze, we, everyone who shows their support year round blue Ridge pride sports, I've talked about them numerous times. I've had two representatives of theirs on the show. So there are people out there that not only support our community, but want to have you join them. So it's not just you showing your support. It's also you showing your support in a action manner rather than just a supportive or financial matter such as the Roanoke Diversity Center here in Roanoke, if you drive by their building, you'll see the pride flags. You can know that building is there to help you. And that's a good start for anyone who is maybe questioning the community, questioning their involvement down here. I know... When I first moved here, that was 
That was one of the biggest things that, that struck out to me, showing that this area is diverse. This area is accepting. There are places for us here. Now, when I lived in D.C., same thing. Smile was an organization in the 90s that I went to, that I felt love, support, and guidance with. I know that Smile has grown exponentially since then and has done some amazing things. So if you're in the D.C. area or closer to D.C., maybe look at them and seek their guidance. Now, I know when I was a member of Smile, it was mostly for people under the age of 21. I don't know who they cater to now or what they cater to, but they are an excellent resource, I'm sure. If you are in the Philadelphia area, where I'm from originally, you can find anywhere on South Street as a accepting place. I know when I lived there in, God, years and years and years ago, I mean, I lived there for a long time, but the last time I was there on South Street, there was a place called Condemnation. I don't know if they're still there because, again, I haven't been in a long time, unfortunately. But Condemnation was a not only a a great, I want to say, sex shop, but not in a negative way. But it was also a very accepting place and a very educational place for those who might have been in the rainbow umbrella type of community. Unfortunately, I couldn't tell you clubs there because, God, clubs change as much as a person changes their underwear if they're changing their underwear quite often or if they wear underwear. Um, but that's that's besides the point. So, again, wherever you are, seek out the areas that you know are accepting of you. So... Again, if you can't find anywhere that's accepting of you, reach out to me. Tell me all about it. I would love to hear it. Plus, I would love to put those non-accepting places on blast and hope that others will learn from your experiences within those, those communities or those places that don't always accept us. So that is the end of my rant today. That is also the end of my little advice column for today. And one of the reasons that I'm ending this show right now and so early is I have a wisdom tooth on my left side that is growing in sideways and is growing into my jaw. And because of that, my jaw on my left side is so incredibly sore I haven't been able to eat solid food for at least two days because it really hurts to, to chew and bite things. So talking is not the most comfortable thing right now. But even though it hurts, even though it is not exceptionally painful, but it's very painful, I felt the need, the desire, and the love 
to talk to you, to have you listen and hear what's left of my voice instead of going another two weeks without hearing me. I really appreciate you. I really appreciate you listening. I really appreciate your input. So by all means, take the time, reach out to me via email, via text message, whatever you wish to do, reach out to me and let me know what you think, what your comments are, or what your story is if you want to be on the next show. So with that being said, as I have always said, in a world where you can be anything you want to be, be kind. And with that, be the change you want to see in the world. I'll see you guys in two weeks. This has been the Lesby Friends Podcast, and I've been your host, Jocelyn Abrams. Thank you so much for listening, and I look forward to you listening again on the next show. Remember, email me with your questions, comments, concerns, or stories at lesbyfriendspodcast at gmail.com. And remember, the next story that we may feature on the show could be yours.